1: Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive.
2: Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman.
3: Kellogg's Path. Kellogg's Path, the Sunshine Cereal, presents
1: The Adventures of Superman. While Superman zooms off to protect veteran Sam Robbins against the fury of racial hatred, the ex-GI stands bound and defenseless as a gang of fanatical hoodlums threatens to pummel him to death. Before we continue with today's episode in the adventures of Superman, we'd like you to meet Mr. Charles Bolte, chairman of the American Veterans Committee, a new organization of World War II veterans,
4: which yesterday opened its Ring the Bell recruiting campaign. Mr. Bolte. Many of us who belong to the American Veterans Committee are the big brothers in your families. When we were in uniform, we looked forward to the day when we would have finished our fighting job. We thought the war would be over when the last shot was fired, but we were wrong. There's another kind of war going on, a war in which you can help us this time. It's the war against the fellow next door or down the block, and it generally shapes up so that there's a gang against one boy or girl. The reasons for that ganging up are reasons no American boy or girl should have, a difference in color or religion. That's why the American Veterans Committee feels Superman has rung the bell in fighting on the air against this kind of un-American war. That's why, as chairman of my organization, your older brothers who went to fight for you I'd like to present the official commendation of the American Veterans Committee to Superman.
1: Thank you, Mr. Boldy. I'd like to accept the commendation on behalf of the Kellogg Company who sponsors this program, Superman D.C. Publications, and the millions of American boys and girls in our audience who put into their daily lives the principles we stress here on our broadcast. We're mighty proud that this honor has come to
4: us, and again, our thanks.
1: Now, The Adventures of Superman. In a plot to spread racial and religious intolerance, Big George Latimer, unscrupulous boss of the state political machine, falsely accused an ex-G.I. named Sam Robbins of shooting another veteran. Latimer persuaded the governor to send Sam to a jail upstate in a district known for intolerance. He notified a henchman named Dean Carter that a police car carrying Sam would pass through his town that night. Dean arranged an ambush. And a superman learning that Sam had been sent upstate streaked to the jail at Grant City in an effort to protect him, Sam was taken from the state police car by a band of masked men and marched to a small starlit clearing in the dark woods. There, the men began to beat him with rubber hoses. But as Sam fell to the ground, one of the men, called Doc, who had attempted to halt the cowardly attack, suddenly fires his rifle through the heads of the mob. Shouts a command, listen. Turn out, men!
0: Let him alone! Who fired that guy? It Stand where you are, all of you! I said, stand where you are, Dean. Don't reach for your gun, any of you. What's the idea, Dad? What's this has idea? gone far enough, Dean. Too far. Can you get up, Robin?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I guess so.
0: Get up, Benning. Come over here. Oh, no, no you no, not. No, no, no. Let him alone. The first man who touches him. Don't reach for that gun, Mark.
2: I don't get this. I thought
0: you were one of them. I was, but I'm watching you, Dean. Stand still unless you want to get it.
2: Now listen, God. No, you
0: listen to me, Dean. And all you others listen. I've got a belly full of this. Nine of us ganging up on one man. A man who fought in the war for us.
2: Here, fight for me! For me Nina! You let Robbins no, no. and
0: a lot of other boys like him do your fighting for you. You wave flags and call them heroes while the shooting's going on. But when they get maxed, you call them foreigners. Well, I fell for that intolerant stuff for a while, too. But not anymore. This whole rotten business makes me sick to my stomach.
2: Now, look, Doc, you know as well as we do
0: that Robin shot an American boy, a veteran. How can I or anybody be sure of that? He says he didn't, so he's entitled to a fair trial. Now, listen, Doc. Stand back, Gene. Take one more step and by heaven, I'll drill you. hey uh, traitor, what do you think you're going to do now? I'll show you. Sam. Yes, sir. Can you get the rope off your hands?
2: I've just about to cut it off now.
0: Good. Pick up their rifles from the ground. Bring them here. Then stack them and set them fire. Okay.
2: You better not try that, Doc. Just try and
0: stop us and see what happens. Go on, Sam. I'm warning you. You'll get the same thing this Turner's going to get. With. I'm afraid we'll have to run for it, Robin. Take a rifle. I've got one. All right. Keep them covered and back up into the woods. Then follow me. I'm right with you, Skipper. Hey, Dean, they're going to try to get away. Don't anybody move. I warn you. From now on, I shoot the kill. That goes for me, too. How are we doing, Doc? Okay, so far. Another step or two will be in among the trees. Then we run like 60. I hate to
2: run from these jerks without getting in a lick or two. I guess we'll have to. Get ready now.
0: Okay. Run for your life.
1: Disregarding the prickly brambles and heavy underbrush, Sam Robinson duck rushed through the dark wood, literally fleeing for their lives as rifle shots fired by their bigoted pursuers whistled past their ears and ricocheted from the trees. Meanwhile, again in his guise of Clark Kent, Superman is growing anxious as he waits for Sam's arrival in the office of Warden Jones at the Grant City Jail. I can't understand why the police car hasn't arrived with Sam Robbins yet, Warden. I'm worried. Nothing to be worried about, Kent. The troopers may have been delayed by traffic. Maybe they stopped someplace for coffee. But they left Metropolis over three hours ago, and it isn't more than a two-hour trip from there. Yes, that's right. Maybe they had motor trouble would have reported that by radio, wouldn't they? If they did, they would have reported to the nearest troop of barracks. Look, Warden, I, I wonder if you'd contact the barracks between here and Metropolis and find out if they had a report. Huh? No reason for that, Kent. I tell you, there's nothing to worry about. Well, my hunch is there's plenty to worry about. Sam Robbins wasn't really sent up here for his safety, you know. What do you mean? Please, Warden, do as I say, will you? Maybe the Daily Planet and I can do you a favor sometime. Well, all right. Yes, Warden? Well, David... All the state troopers' barracks at Lordville, Bensontown, and Olivia. Find out if they've had any report on the car bringing Sam Robbins up here. Yes, sir. And now relax, Kent. We'll have a report in a few minutes. <laughs> oh, this must be the report, Kent.
2: I hope it's good. Yes, Davis? I
0: spoke to the barracks at Bensontown, and Olivia, Ward. No report
1: on that car. Uh oh. Okay, thanks. Oh, wait, Kent, where are you going? Out to look for that car. I'm afraid Sam Robbins is in trouble. Hurrying from the city jail into the dark streets, Clark Kent swiftly strips off his business suit and takes to the air as Superman.
2: Up, up, and away!
1: Heading south, the man of steel speaks above the main highway between Grant City and Metropolis. With keen eyes searching for the missing police car and Sam Robbins. Unknowingly, he rockets within a few miles of the dark woods in which Sam and his benefactor, the man called Doc, are running from their pursuers, falling headlong over hidden stumps, picking themselves up and panting on. And then.
2: It's no use, Doc. You go ahead. Don't bother about me.
0: What do you mean, Robin? What's the matter?
2: Well, I didn't want to tell you before, but I, I got a slug in my knee in the war. When those palzios knocked me around. The only knee crotchet. Oh. Go ahead, Doc. Get away. I can leave you
0: here? Nothing doing. I got you into Forget this. Forget
2: that. And... You did your best to make up for it. Come on, boys. We don't get them. Here they come. Go on, Doc. Take your own skin. Don't worry about me. I'm not leaving you.
0: Look, I'd hoped we could get to the river. But there's an old barn just ahead where the woods end. If we can get to that, we might be able to hide out or hold them off. You think you can make it?
2: I'll try. I still wish you'd go ahead.
0: I'm not leaving you, so stop wasting your breath. Here. Put your arm around my shoulder. There. See
2: him!
0: Come on! Oh, they spotted us. Come on, Sam. We've got to make that barn.
1: Grimly, Doc and the crippled Sam Robbins half walk, half run toward the old deserted barn in the field beyond the woods. Closely pursued by Dean Carter and his bloodthirsty followers. We'll return in a moment for the startling climax of today's episode. So stand by.
3: You know, gang, there aren't many prizes or such swell prizes that you can get as easy as the prizes that come in packages to Kellogg's Pep. Three different kinds of prizes, one or the other in each package of Pep you open. Just think, your next Pep prize may be a bright-colored comic button, picturing one of your favorite comic strip characters, 18 in all, to pin on your jacket or your beanie cap. Or uh, maybe you'll find a bird picture in brilliant color with a full description on the reverse side. Collect all 24 of these, and will you be hep on birds? Or uh, maybe you'll find one of the seven slick-colored cardboard plane models. Easy and fun to put together. And all the while you're collecting these three kinds of prizes, you'll be in on another kind of swell fun. Sure, I mean you'll be enjoying just about the best breakfast dish you ever hustled across your tongue. Crunchy golden whole wheat flakes of Kellogg's Pep. Mm mmm, Pep really sends you. What flavor? A fresh, brisk flavor. All crisp and catchy. A wonderful flavor for breakfast. So, for a prize breakfast and prizes that are super, ask Mom to get you Kellogg's Pep the Sunshine Cereal.
1: Aided by Doc, Sam Robbins managed to limp across the open field to the shelter of an ancient barn. Just as Dean Carter and his cowardly followers burst from the wood. Crouching in the open doorway, Doc and Sam fire several rifle shots toward the approaching figures. Only dimly seen in the faint star... Doc They're ducking
0: back into the woods Good Give us a chance to get our breath back
3: uh, That was
2: close I didn't think we'd make the barn uh, This is great I put in three years fighting Japs and, and then I come home and have to fight fellow Americans
0: It's a dirty shame, Sam I don't know what got into me to hook up with those fellas
1: Oh, forget it, Doc
0: You snapped out of it uh, I won't ever be able to forget it I think I went haywire a couple of years ago when my wife and son were killed in an automobile accident.
2: Oh, gee, Doc, that's
0: too bad. And then Dean Carter began bending my ear with that phony down-to-the-foreigner stuff. I knew it was poison medicine, but it had the peculiarly soothing effect, and I drank it. It Well, hating seemed to help me forget. Uh, but tonight, when I saw what it brought me to, hating people is bad, Sam. Very bad.
2: Uh, you're telling me. Hate is what causes wars and makes... Get away from that door, Doc. The little playmates are getting rough again.
0: Well, let's give them some of the same.
2: I'll save your ammunition. If any. Oh, good, me I forgot. How many bullets have you got left? I picked up a clip before we left our chums. It's in the magazine now. And that's all, brother. I'm down to my last clip, too. But well, Joe Martin and I held off a gang of jacks for 24 hours once with only one clip between us. Now, the trick is to make each shot count. You're a cool customer, Sam. No, not cool. You're tired, Doc. Plain tired. Sunny's the night I lay out there in a foxhole, thinking how good it was going to be to get home. And then I get home. To this. It doesn't... Hey, what's that? What? Right. I smell
0: smoke. Yeah, so do I. Where's it coming? From? I don't know. Oh, jeepers. Look, Doc, up there. Good Lord. The hay haymouse on fire. Well, it's fired into the barn. Must have ignited the hay. This old barn is going to go up like a matchbox. And how? Oh, come on, we've got to get out of here. Yeah, we'll head toward the river. Oh, what now? What are you stopping for? Look out there.
2: Holy smokes, they got us surrounded. Yeah. What do we do now? You got me, Doc. From where I stand, this looks like curtains.
1: Their hearts hammering Sam Robbins and his newfound friend stand in the furiously burning barn, surrounded by the armed men of hate, trapped, their fate apparently sealed. What will happen? Superman is miles away scouring the highway. And second count. Don't miss tomorrow's exciting episode, whatever you do. Tune in, same time, same station.
3: And remember for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Fest.
1: For excitement, the adventures of Superman.
3: Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman D.C. comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pap, the sunshine cereal. Hey gang, think of all the famous names you know, and you'll think of Kellogg, the greatest name in cereals. Then you'll think of Kellogg's shredded wheat. Makes breakfast loads of fun. Crisp tender biscuits of whole wheat. Toasted just right and packed with natural nut-sweet flavor. Just the right size, too. Made to fit the bowl. As for nutrition, well, Mom knows that whole wheat is mighty good for you. And for economy, she likes the 15. 15 biscuits in every package. Try Kellogg's Shredded Wheat. You'll like it. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.